back from the Senate Judiciary hearings. Did I even say that right? I don't know. You're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting from the HB5 studios right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We have Miss Liberty Bell that will be on the show later in our second half of the show. But before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. Actually, my main man is out for today, but we've got our studio stand-in. Hey, buddy, it's Jeremy. How's it going? How you doing, man? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, we, um, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking forward to getting some time away. Yeah. So, we'll see. Fun. Yeah, me too. Um, well, let me go ahead and ask you like I ask you every week, how you be doing? I am exhausted, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm exhausted. It's... We've got, uh, you know, some, a project at work that's uh, getting ready to finish up, so yeah. I'm busting my tail with that. <laughs> I uh getting ready to go on the old honeymoon. Look at that. Yeah, so I'm ready to get away. If you uh don't remember, Jeremy's been on the show one as uh, get to know a libertarian and as um meet the Congdens, yep. who recently got married, and then uh you were my stand-in while I was in India. Yeah. So Mojo is away in Ireland as we speak. So have have you ever wanted to go to Ireland? Um I never really have. <laughs> until uh, I was looking at some flights for a work trip I may take later in the year mm-hmm. to Poland, Ooh. and it had a 12-hour layover in Ireland, and okay. I was like, that'd be pretty awesome. That's not a bad place to stay. Exactly. I have been banned from going to Ireland oh, yeah? and the UK Uh-oh. because I've got such an affinity for either A, the the redhead, okay. or or the accent. So, <laughs> oh, so This is a wife uh, This is band. a wife-imposed ban gotcha. that I am not allowed to go to those countries. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I will say, though, while my wife was in the UK, she tried to steal and kidnap a little polite little <laughs> England boy, right? English boy, because their manners are really good. So yeah. hmm, I don't know. I think they just sound like they're good. Yeah. I've, uh, you know, my company is a British company. Uh-huh. Um, so I've worked with a few uh, Brits in my time, and <laughs> I think it just sounds good. Right. <laughs> it's that accent that tricks you. I think so. Um, so we just got back from Father's Day. Yeah. Uh, we just celebrated Father's Day. Um, what did you, do you have any? Yeah, I went up, for? um, back home, uh, north of here <laughs> and, uh, not, Yikes. not way north. I'm, hey, <laughs> I was still below the Mason Dixon. There you go. Um, <laughs> uh, but, and, uh, got to meet, uh, three little babies. There you go. Yeah. My, uh, little brother had a baby. My little sister had a baby and my Holy best friend cow. had a baby. Are you kidding? Yeah. 
Wow. So uh, my brother's is four, five weeks, something like that. Holy my sister's is three weeks. So yeah, it was pretty crazy to get to go see, uh, go get to see them all. And you're a fan of babies, right? You like no. love. Who doesn't like a baby? Me, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I don't understand babies. I don't like them. All they do is just poop and like scream the whole time. Yeah. I'm not a fan. These were, uh, both of my nieces were very calm the whole time. I don't think okay. they cried the whole time we were there. Wow. So it was pretty awesome. Hmm. I'll take that. So how was your Father's Day weekend? Uh, good. We had uh, my father-in-law came in town. Okay. Uh, we are officially done with our sixth week of the Big and B&B Manor uh, being rented. Yeah. So we have had family in town for the past six weeks. And buddy, I'm glad to have it back. I am tired of doing laundry and doing the sheets. Yeah. It's like every week, take them <laughs> off, put them back on, take them off, put them back on. But it was good. Uh, we had my father-in-law in town. This is the first year where my dad and I have actually been together on Father's Day for like okay. 20 years. So nice. uh, it was good to have that. Uh, I will say, though, I have noticed there's a discrepancy Yeah. Uh, in Father's Day and in Mother's Day. A little different. Uh, w- the country is wanting equality. Yeah. But uh, Father's Day and Mother's Day are not nearly at all equal. Yeah, we will uh, we will bash fathers at church. You know, be like, you need to be a better dad. You need to be a better dad. Right. But if you tried to pull that same thing like on Mother's Day yeah. to moms, mm-mm, you wouldn't have that. Yeah, my uh, my old church uh, celebrated Father's Day by having an ugly tie contest. Mm, there you go. So that was always uh, could you an imagine interesting... doing that with an ugly dress contest <laughs> with mom? I don't think it would work. If I'm being honest. What if you had moms doing an ugly? Ugly tie contest. Uh, I don't think <laughs> I'll work either. <laughs> Could you imagine your mom wearing a tie? Honestly, <laughs> no. she wear a tie? No, <laughs> definitely not. And like Mother's Day, you get cards, you send cards. What yeah. do you get for Father's Day? Lawn equipment. A, a text. <laughs> <laughs> My dad got a uh, got a weed eater this year. See, there you go. Yeah. What do they want to give you on Mother's Day to moms? Like, here's an advertisement for diamonds. <laughs> give her a car for Mother's Day. What dad gets like lawn equipment. Like, Don't go, put any ideas in Mama C's head. <laughs> <laughs> go do some don't go do some yard work. There you go. Like, are you not can you not have a day? <laughs> you know, I said on on the SFP Instagram thing, like, ladies. All dad wants is just to do something alone by himself. Yeah. Like, leave him alone. Don't yeah. try to go out. Don't make it a handle. Don't even try to go out and eat. Just throw something on, let him throw something on the grill yeah. for him. That's why Don't. the U.S. opens on the Sunday Father's Day. Yeah. That way dad can sit back and watch some golf and do nothing else. <sighs> Ladies, please, just for the love of everything holy, just let him do nothing next year. And let's try to make it equal. If you're going to spend... You know, $50 on your mom, spend $50 on your dad. There you Make go. it equal. And send them a card. Yeah. Do your parents like cards? Uh, I wouldn't. Your family, a card family? I'm Mama C maybe maybe yelling listening to this. Mm. Um, send me a card. I, I mean, I do send uh, Mama C a card for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. But we're not a massive card family, honestly. Mm. Um, my wife's family is insane about it. Are they? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so you can understand the but like, struggle. I mean, I am definitely not. Um, so, I no, I don't think uh, we're a big card family. Yeah. My my family is. My family-in-law is not. Okay. So, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. All right. So, um, one of the questions that Mojo posed before he left was, what was the top five most memorable Theme songs. Yeah, it was a good one. TV theme songs, which I thought was a great question. Yeah, we got a lot of good responses with it. A ton of good responses. Some of them, oh, 
people you are showing your age, like <laughs> BJ and the Bear. That doesn't sound like it'd, it'd be appropriate even for TV these days. Yeah, like you couldn't get away with that. Um, there were some others, uh, Silver Spoons. Uh, you say you don't remember that one, but actually, I I do remember it. Yeah, it was a great show. Um, okay. I wouldn't say probably the most memorable TV theme song that I can think of at this point. Okay. Um, do you see any others that uh, I'm trying to pull up the thing now? We had I'm trying to think of ones that aren't in our eventual top five. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember Cheers, and Cheers. I may be showing my age now, but <laughs> where everybody knows your name. Yeah, I remember that's like the thing, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to sing it. Um, Beverly Hillbillies, The Young and the Restless. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that it's one. Way too old. Law and Order is an interesting one. That is. Because I wouldn't call it a theme song. Well, it, it does have a theme song, but everybody just remembers the dun dun. Yeah, but part. it's like, bum, 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 bum. No, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Right? Like, yeah, you know, this kinda. is terrible. This is a terrible idea. This is awesome. Who, who decided to do this? Today? Um, I do like Brent Giles. He was saying, no particular order, CSI Vegas, CSI Miami, <laughs> Hill Street Blues, Magnum P.I., and Knight Rider. What did you? What, what kind of genre do you think he watches? Yes, yeah, I mean everything. And I didn't even know CSI Vegas and Miami had different theme songs. I would think they would should have been the same. What was the original one? Was that Vegas? Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's the only you? one I ever watched. Yeah. Because there, and then there was Miami, New Orleans. Uh, <laughs> I think we're getting them confused. Was there a Miami, New Orleans? I think there was, there was a Miami. I, oh yeah, yeah, Miami. I think. Was there New Orleans? I thought New Orleans was NCIS. Oh, maybe. I know there was an NCI New, uh, New Orleans NCIS because yeah. that had Scott Bakula from Quantum Leap. Okay. Um, I was going to say. Which I was th- a, a great thought, show, by the way. I thought there was uh, the same number of CIS or CSIs as there was uh, Real Housewives. Real Housewives of Omaha, CSI of Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> Can I call a timeout on that? Have you seen where they're filming uh, Girlfriends uh, in Charlotte? Girlfriend, no. ho- it's like uh, Real Housewives, okay, but it's like the side piece. <laughs> it's the uh, the MTV version, yeah, the sixteen and pregnant of uh, Teen Mom. No, I think that it's 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 like the Real Housewives, uh-huh. but it's the side it's the side chick, and they're doing the whole show about the side chicks, not the wives. Interesting. So, and it's I feel filming like you're here blowing up their spot. Well, like it's gonna be on TV. The wife's gonna find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't th- see this coming anyway um also a couple uh shout outs to the greatest american hero do you remember that Mm-mm. that was a great show yeah um anyway so we have a, a list of top five that uh, we're going to play here for us and so here is number five um see if you remember this little tune not much of a guessing game when it gives it away immediately <laughs> but yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Were you a Simpsons fan? I wasn't, but mm. I still know it. Yeah. I can see, like, as it's playing, I can see the intro going through. Yeah. Bart's on his, uh, like, little skateboard running yeah. around, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, I, I was a little bit, um, too young for, to actually understand what The Simpsons was about, but yeah. it was just a cartoon to my dad, so he let me watch that one. Yeah. So, anyway, um, number four. It's a great one. Oh, it's gonna bring a tear to my eye. We'll let it play. Would you stand up and walk out on me? Mm. Lend me your ears and I'll 
sing you a song I will try not to sing out of key Oh baby Another one I can see um, the scene in my head as it's going. Did you have a crush on Wendy? No. 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 I had more of a crush on Fred Savage. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I always wanted his hair, though. Remember? Like, his he had hair was such something. thick hair. So. Yeah, his hair was something, that's for sure. All right, so here is um, your number four. Uh, I'll disagree on the four, but we'll go ahead and bring this it This was three, right? Yeah, oh, sorry, this is three. Three. Never get that right. <laughs> you also do this every time. Yeah. Joey's got the turkey on his head. <laughs> Joey! <laughs> oh, I keep going back and forth on that one if it should be higher or not, if I'm being honest. You think so? I think it might need to be too. I forget what we have it to. I, um, I think I remember, but... I, I will say with Friends, I never got into it. One, I can't stand Jennifer Aniston, and we've gone through this before. Like I can't... I still don't understand. It blows my mind. She is perfect person she, she drives me bananas i can't her mannerisms or something about her just drives me bananas I so love, I, she drives I me bananas it. too well in the bad way i'll just say that um <laughs> so i never really gotten into yeah. it but um my wife started to try to go back and watch them and i'm like i can't i, I watch them all the time it. yeah still well um we're gonna mine that is number two and it's the one that i keep going back to yeah so here's number two Most memorable? Yeah. I I think I might have to agree with you. I take it back. I love me some Andy Griffith. Way See, more I, than I should. I hate this theme song. Do you like the show? But it's memorable. Yeah. No. Mm. This will be stuck in my head for the next three weeks. <laughs> I, that's memorable, right? It is. It, it does get stuck in your head. Um, but oh, I've been going back and, and watching them all. Yeah. It's... It's fantastic. It, it, if it weren't, I mean, memorable is the key word. If right. it weren't memorable, that wouldn't be up there, but it is memorable. Yeah. Now, there's no doubt what's not, what number one is. If you don't know number one, you should be probably, you know. There, we got some issues. We're going to have to have a talk. Now, if uh, if you remember listening to one of the podcasts I was on with... Uh, Mosh Torre. Mosh Torre. Mm-hmm. I believe you referenced this one. I, I've we've referenced this <laughs> this artist probably about seventeen times on the thirty eight podcast that we have. He's amazing. <laughs> so here we go. Sing along with it, if you will. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. Rick, take a minute, just sit right there. Say how became the prince of a town called Bel Air. I mean, it's classic. Yeah. The show, I like the show, but I mean, the, the song, everybody knows the song. Yeah. I've been, like, recently, last four or five years, mm-hmm. have been in, like, a bar or a club, something like that. <laughs> this song comes on and the place goes nuts. Really? Yes. It's not a dancing song. <laughs> it's not a cool song. <laughs> the place goes absolutely bonkers. <laughs> Everyone knows the words to this. Yeah. You can't not know this song. But did you know the whole thing? I, 
I only knew I can get up to here. Yeah. But isn't there another verse? Yeah, this is it. Uh, maybe. I mean, I knew this, but I don't think I could sing it. Hmm. Yeah. And it kind of goes Yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. But the show wasn't spectacular. It wasn't. It was good no. for the time. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what they were... Uh, that's what most of the shows were, Saved by the Bell. Um Growing oh, that, pains. Yeah. Saved by the Bell actually might make a top ten list. For maybe. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> when I wake up in the morning. Yeah. yeah, it's a good one. Dang, we uh no one thought of that one. Yeah, that's not on the I'm ashamed uh, of all of you for not thinking of that one. Uh, Although I just thought of it too. So. Yeah. No, you well, just for fun. I think you're right, top ten. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a solid seven. Which uh, which one was your girl? Did you like Lisa, Jesse? I was a big Kelly Kapowski Kelly. fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the cheerleader. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to Dustin Diamond? I'm looking at this thing. Didn't what? he? He went, mm. like, off the rails yeah. and, like, stabbed somebody lately? <laughs> I think he really did. <laughs> Oh, I think he voted for Bernie Sanders and just went nuts and started shooting people. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Breaking news. It was Screech. <laughs> Living in his car for a couple of days. And then, oh, that's awful. I know he did an adult uh, adult movie for Screech. I know he, at some point, I know he ended up there. Here's his mugshot. Yeah. I'll... Take a look at that. Oh, that? Yeah. 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 Hey Screech. I'm uh I'm trying to remember. I'm pretty sure he stabbed somebody. <laughs> <laughs> There's only enough times in your life where you can be called Screech before you just start stabbing people. Yeah, seriously. And then people are gonna start thinking twice about calling you Screech and at that point. <laughs> exactly. Oh. That's funny. Yeah. Good times. All right, so um let's go ahead and go into some wacky news. All right. <laughs> Courtesy of CBS Chicago, reporting on a story from California. <laughs> Dispute over a wrong drink at Starbucks ends in a wrestling match and a stabbing. Been there. Was yeah. it Screech? It, it very well <laughs> could have. Breaking news. It was yeah. Screech. Uh, a trip to Starbucks ended violently on Sunday after two customers got in an argument about a wrong drink order, and one of them got cut with a knife. Witnesses say it started Sunday afternoon when one customer apparently got into a dispute with a staff member because he got the wrong drink and another customer tried to intervene. Uh, long story short, um, he the guy that intervened were getting in a wrestling match, punched the dude, and then like some point somebody got slapped and then he went to get his cell phone and grabbed a pocket knife instead. Uh-huh. While they were wrestling, the knife opened and the man from California was cut. Witnesses reported... Uh, that the um, there was blood uh, all over the ground, bloody napkins, I should say, uh, littered the ground outside the Starbucks after the incident. Um, <laughs> guys, 
One, I'm surprised that somebody from Starbucks had a pocket knife. Yeah, that's true. They could true. actually do something. That's true. Um, but can we just talk about how serious you guys take your coffee? Y'all, way too serious. Way too damn serious. Yeah. Can I just say that? Like, just go to the coffee pot and make a, make a thing of coffee. It's not that good. Yeah. It really isn't. So I can tell you this because um, my wife probably won't listen because we're going on our honeymoon. Yeah. So she won't get she'll, a time. She'll miss this Yeah, one. she'll skip this one. I understand. Um, this weekend on our way home, uh, we like, I was trying to find coffee for this woman because mm-hmm. she needs her coffee. I, I understand that. And Check. like, so we went to a Dunkin' Donuts, but it was a Dunkin' Donuts Express. Okay. And so we went into the Dunkin' Donuts Express and they only had coffee, but they didn't have hazelnut coffee. And if you're going to mm-hmm. get Dunkin' Donuts, you have to get hazelnut coffee. And my parents live out in the sticks. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mama C. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was nothing for like an hour and a half. So I did like, as soon kidding? as we got to the first Starbucks, I like whipped off. We went in. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. And Y'all. Yeah, at Starbucks, what, she'll get take whatever, but that Dunkin' Donuts Express. <laughs> so so she'll take whatever from Starbucks, but only Dunkin' Don- Donuts hazelnut. Yeah. Is that? Apparently. Can you just not bring your own coffee creamer? I don't know. She doesn't use creamer. But she takes hazelnut coffee. Yeah. So it's just like the straight, yeah. the hazelnut. Oh, good gracious. You know, she takes her coffee seriously. Y'all, I, and I understand like wanting coffee, but right. I'll drink McDonald's. I'll drink whatever, you know, just put whatever I need into yeah. it to at least choke it down. But... Coffee uh, coffee lovers hate me. Oh, yeah. Because I'm a big gas station coffee guy. <laughs> pilot. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm pilot. Let's and go. I, I fill my coffee cup up about three quarters of the way with coffee. Mm-hmm. And then just hit that creamer. As many times as you can. And just like, wait, talk to the lady next to me mm-hmm. and just hold it and hold it and hold <laughs> it. And then I'm like, hey, you're going to need more sugar over here. <laughs> you need to refill this thing. Dumping sugar mm-hmm. in. Uh, coffee drinkers hate me. Yeah. Because it's a, a slurry of sugar and creamer. Uh, I, I just don't get it. Why are people just nuts over the Starbucks? I, not, not understanding that one. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, another wife story with coffee. Uh, so we went out to, for a little dinner uh, mm. last week mm. to the Olive Garden. Okay. Spent, That's nice and romantic. Yeah. Appreciate that. Spent $22. <laughs> how do we got away, how we got away with that? I how is that possible? Right? Both? Yeah. Together. Did she just eat breadsticks? No, we, we split a trio of Italy. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to Starbucks this weekend. Um, <laughs> I'm not this is going. kidding you, Biggin. <laughs> Thirty-five dollars. What? Yeah. Did you get us like a gift card or something? No, I got uh, some breakfast and a couple drinks Are and a couple waters. Me? Thirty-five dollars at Starbucks. <laughs> you could go twenty-two, including tip at Olive Garden. You can get a taste of Italy cheaper than you can, and that comes breakfast with at Starbucks, unlimited salad and breadsticks. Yeah, all you can eat. Yeah, you can line your pockets with Ziploc bags for yeah. that. We got two waters. Uh, oh salad and breadsticks. That server hated us. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh. I left him a little gift, though. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Instead of, like, you know, paid with credit card. Uh-huh. Left him a couple $2 bills for oh. uh, for a tip. Well, that's nice. With Jefferson on it. And <laughs> made sure to let him know that taxation is theft. <laughs> hey, Mojo. <laughs> I'm just shouting out everyone here. <laughs> there you go. Cha-ching. Wow. Oh, yeah. So, oh. good old Starbucks. I can see yeah. where the stabbing comes in, though. I Well... Uh, the fact that he's like trying to pull out a cell phone and then cuts himself on the pocket knife. Yeah. That's insane. a pud. That's insane. a pud that doesn't know what he's doing is yeah. what it is. Mm. Yeah. I kind of want to beat this guy up myself, to be honest with you. I kind of understand. 
Um, do you All have right. a, yeah, um, I've got a, I've got a good one that I heard today. <laughs> um, this is out of, uh, Lakeland, Florida. Okay. We get a lot of, of gators course. out of Lakeland. Of course. It's a fun um, story. so, so just so that we're, uh, before we go into this, mm. Lakeland is about four hours from Tallahassee. Okay. okay. That'll come into play. How far is that from Gainesville? I think if I remember correctly, it's like an hour and a half, two hours. Okay. So, so closer to Gainesville yeah. than Tallahassee. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Florida man is um, suing his friend for misleading him about the value of his lottery <laughs> ticket. So uh, we we'll use we won't use their names to protect the innocent. Sure. We'll so call them Dummy One and Dummy Two. We'll call them Biggin and Mojo. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is not true, by the way. Which one do you want to be? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll continue to stay Biggin. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Biggin is mm. uh, or. Biggin gets brought a lottery ticket by Mojo. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll pick on Mojo since okay. he's not here. Yeah, and he's like, Mojo's like, hey man, um, I don't really know how this whole lottery thing works. <laughs> I got the scratcher. I like followed the directions, but I don't know if I won something. <laughs> like I think I did, but you know, I, I will say I'll call time out. Yeah, I I do find those scratch offs to be a little confusing. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, how they those are. Things work. They're they're purposely confusing. That way, you, if you scratch off too many, they're like, oh, void. Yeah. So. Hmm. But, right. So, anyways, so uh, Mojo brings it to Biggin. Biggin mm-hmm. says, uh, "Dude, congratulations! You won a hundred thousand dollars." What? And Mojo is ecstatic, of course. But he's like, "Who wouldn't be?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But he can't get to Tallahassee because it's four hours away. He's got to go to work. He doesn't have a car. Probably doesn't have a license. For a hundred thousand dollars, I'd take the day off. Yeah. There's step one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Take an Uber. <laughs> But he's like, you can cover that Uber. Yeah, exactly. He's Mojo's like, hey, Biggin, I can't get Tallahassee to cash this bad boy in. Right. You go to Tallahassee for me. Done. Sure. I'll give you ten grand out of the money. You got it. I'm so, out. That's what he said. I'll he's take like, a day right. off. So he goes down there, mm-hmm. cashes it in, brings it back. He's like, all right, take my ten grand out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get like uh, taxes got taken out and everything. Here's sixty four thousand dollars. Okay. Dude's happy. Happy day. Static. There's there's a year salary. Winner. Everyone's winner, right? Yeah. Might as well be you. Yeah. Mojo's got $64,000. Biggin has $10,000. Take it all day every day. All of a sudden, Biggin starts rolling up in a brand new truck. Wait, what? And Mojo's like, $10,000 ain't gonna buy you that truck. Mm-mm. And then Mojo starts buying some chains and, <laughs> you know, other uh, bike. fancy, fancy things. Yeah. And uh, Mojo's like, Biggin. New house? Where'd you get that money from? Mm-hmm. Finds out that his ticket wasn't worth a hundred thousand okay. dollars. It was worth a million dollars. What? Yeah. So Biggin takes oh. nine hundred thousand dollars minus taxes. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Sam. Uh huh. Goes cashes it in, brings back the sixty four thousand dollars to him. Mm. Still takes the ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. What a friend. What a friend. <laughs> So he's suing him now, and of course. a judge has uh, fro- frozen the assets. Yes, sir. Um, until they can figure out who the rightful owner is. Hey, buddy. Um, could you imagine like having to pay? Because you know, either he probably didn't pay cash for all that stuff. Yeah, probably. You know, probably. so oh my gosh, now he he can't pay it. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah. Repo so, man. Well, we'll see how that goes. I'm gonna have to keep up on that. But yeah, that's an interesting story. That's crazy. Yeah. I like. What kind of friend are you if you're like, dude, you won $100,000? Sure. <laughs> of course it's from, from Florida. Exactly. It has to be. Uh, just to, I would, if it was me, I would be straight up and be like, all right, can I have a little bit, maybe more than 10, 10 grand? I'd, I'd tell you if if it mm-hmm. were you, I like you all right. Yeah. We're all right. 
I'll give you 50. I'd be like, I'll, you know, you want a million dollars and you'd be like, Hey, can you go 10? And I'd be like, yeah, I'll yeah. Take 10 grand. Yeah. I don't expect you to give me anything. Yeah. Million dollars. I barely expect to see you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go on vacations together. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 10 grand. I like it. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, oh, goodness. All right. So here's my uh, second story. This is courtesy of the Modesto Bee. Uh, A Modesto Walgreens was briefly evacuated Saturday morning after a man set his underwear on fire in the bathroom. (laughs) A man, uh, 45-year-old Andrew uh, Cheadle, uh, was caught and arrested for two felony warrants out of Sacramento, but was not charged with arson. Uh, Here we go. Due to the reason he lit his pants on fire, uh, Modesto Police Sergeant Steve Hinckley, nice name, said that that he'd had an accident in his pants and was trying to get his underwear off, but he couldn't, so he used a lighter to burn them off. (laughs) <laughs> I thought he, you were going to say he was getting rid of the evidence. No. Like, you know, I was really embarrassed. No. So I was getting rid of the evidence of my... Mm, no, he had an accident in his pants and uh, Cheadle threw the burning underwear into the toilet, which quickly extinguished the fire, but the smoke filled the bathroom, oh <laughs> prompting an evacuation of the store. Uh, Cheadle left the store admitting to several employees. <laughs> Wow. It started, uh, he left the store admitting to several employees that he started the fire, then headed south on Carver. Could you imagine leaving there and be like, hey, buddy, uh, you, you got a problem in that bathroom? <laughs> Which I've said that many times yeah, before. Yeah. Hey, there's a fire going on in there. Just, just want to <laughs> let you know. Uh, he was found, Cheetah was found in a nearby neighborhood on Otis Avenue in Sheldon Drive. Uh, could you imagine that? Wow. Like having an accident so bad in your pants, you got to burn off your underwear. <laughs> What what could he have done that like you couldn't get him off Seri- like without just like pulling them off? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. None. And, and what do you think? <laughs> fire is going to help this. <laughs> like, how does fire help get some get it off? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. If I go through my repertoire of things to get my underwear off, fire yeah. is not number one. No, not at all. It's not even a close ten. Yeah, in the top ten list. No, that is crazy. It's bad. Like, at what point do you say? The only situation that this is going to solve is by letting it catch on fire. Yeah. I, mm. I have, I can't even come up with a reason. Mm. That's insane. I will say uh, extra points for throwing it quickly into the, in the, <laughs> the toilet to yeah. extinguish the fire. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's nuts. So he was uh. able to get him off. Maybe it was an encouragement thing. Now, now I'm cooking. <laughs> ah, bad, bad word. So he's like, oh, "Man, I can't get these off. Maybe I would try harder if they were on fire." <laughs> or, um, or here we go. And here's another mm-hmm. one. Here Maybe go. someone was like, "Hey, what are you doing in there? Did you have an accident in your pants?" And he was like, "No." And then he's like, "Oh, darn it! I lied. Now I have to set my pants on fire." <laughs> liar, liar. <laughs> Pants exactly. on fire. Mm. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> that is absolutely insane. So, yeah. Listen, kids, this is a PSA. If if you have a problem, take a pocket knife with you. <laughs> don't go to the Starbucks, but see, <laughs> go to the Walgreens and exactly. cut your hair Good night, y'all. All right. Well, that's some wacky news. Um, So this is going to be a, a quick segment change. So uh, you uh, recently, I saw you started a business on Facebook. Yeah. So it was uh, J. Lee Crafted. Crafted. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, so I've been doing some woodworking, um, you know, as a hobby here for a little while. Um, I've done, you know, worked construction and, uh, you know, with lumber my entire life. Um, you know, this is going to be tough to yeah, say yeah. without laughing. Um, and so, you know, I just uh, thought I'd make a little, a little extra money and mm-hmm. uh, some people wanted some furniture. So I threw some stuff together. Um, I've made uh, a bed. um couple tables for you know a couple different things coffee tables bedside tables um folding like a folding table for a laundry room oh wow um i've got a dining room table coming up i've got some shelves i made uh the head the uh headphone stand we've got in here um so yeah i've just uh been making a bunch of stuff and i turn pens um which are great gifts for you know, any occasion, pretty much. Like Father's Day. Father's Day was a good you one. You should have racked up on that. Yeah, I should have. I didn't promote it as much as I could have or should have because um, I got a little busy. But um, I also made a razor stand late, uh, oh, recently. Nice. So you can, like, uh, set your razor right on it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, just making a bunch of bunch of cool stuff and selling it to people. Very cool. So just trying to pay for my habit of uh, <laughs> working with wood. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> Uh, and if you use promo code Jones, you can get 10% off a Harry's razor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> From Kentucky Sports Radio. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's really cool. You're actually doing some shelves for our house. Yeah. For yeah. Megan Manor. Yeah. So my little brother uh, runs a sawmill mm-hmm. um, up in Virginia. And so uh, every time I go up, um, I get wood from him. <laughs> and uh, we, you know, you cut down a tree in your yard a, mm-hmm. a little while ago, and yeah. I had him mill that up for me. So I'm going to use. Cool the wood from your front yard to uh to make your shelves so it's nice. uh it's pretty sweet i'm making a pizza peel right now wait what is that so you know the like big wooden like cutting boards mm-hmm. that like you yeah. put the pizza on yeah, yeah, yeah. and like slide it under and stuff like that i'm making a massive like 16 inch pizza peel right now it's called a pizza peel pizza peel yeah huh. i didn't know that i have no <laughs> idea so somebody's like hey could you make this for me You're like what the heck is that yeah exa- that's it. exactly <laughs> now i like i knew obviously what it like what the thing was right and i kind of put two and two together but i did do a quick google search to make sure <laughs> but um yeah i've been making a whole bunch of stuff that's really cool so yeah if anyone needs anything built uh you can find me on the facebook <laughs> jlee or jleecrafted.com very cool. Yeah, it's um, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing their shelves and the, the head, what are the headphones? Headphone stand. Headphone yeah. stand looks great. Um, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I love walnut. I mean, I did it here. I'm gonna do it for yours. Um, it's my favorite wood to work with. Um, black walnut. Black walnut. Yeah. The jokes just write themselves, folks. <laughs> um, my little brother gets a decent amount of it because uh, oh, he's, really? the area that he's in is um, has a lot of horse farms around. Okay. And um, the um, bark on black walnut trees is poisonous for horses. Wow. So people have them cut them down all the time, and it's the most valuable wood in North yeah. America. I think you told me one time if you have an acre of that, like your grandfather, your grandkids don't even have to work. Pretty, yeah, it's just... it's crazy how much money you'd have if uh, wow. if you you know let it grow and got some good slabs out of it. It's hmm. crazy. Wow. So yeah, it's uh it's nice being able to get that from him. Yeah, I'm gonna start uh, my black walnut acre here. <laughs> a little farm. Yeah, here's looking at you, 2060. Yeah, exactly. How long, how long would it take for a a little like a good while, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know, 40 years? Wow. That could be a good retirement if you, you know, when you're four, you can plant some black walnut. Well, cool, man. Um, Yeah, I appreciate you uh, 
you know, so. being interested in that and uh, throwing me some black walnut to play around with. Yeah, I hope you can use some some of that. We'll try to chop down one again for you <laughs> shortly and see if we can get some more good black walnut yeah, wood the, for you. The thing with it is that, so when you chop it down, it's pretty wet, mm-hmm. like, you know, because it's been getting all the water through it and everything. Right. So then you mill it up wet and it's not completely flat, um, you know, when you mill it. Mm-hmm. So you have to let it dry one year for every inch of thickness. <laughs> yeah. There's a joke there. And usually, you know, you get it cut to about two inches. <laughs> so that means you have to let a board sit for two years before you can use it. Wow. So I've got just a stack of lumber in my garage <laughs> that I can't use for two years. <laughs> My wife hates it. <laughs> so this weekend when I was up at my brother's, we were uh, going to look at some lumber that he had cut down. He was going to give me some. And I just looked at my wife and I was like, you cool if I throw a slab on top of the car? <laughs> She's like, what are you going to do with it? You yeah. haven't used the stuff you already have. Well, I got to wait two years yeah. for it. So Now, do you put it in your garage or do you just like, should you set it outside and let the sun No, I stuck it up in my garage. Um with some pieces in between so air can get through oh, it okay. and i'll flip it around i try to keep a fan on it a little bit mm. um but it just that's how long it takes to dry it's that's crazy yeah it's kind of a pain um but it's nice so you can speed up that process with a kiln mm-hmm. which basically just looks like a big greenhouse yeah um and you put the wood in there and it takes like three months to dry rather oh. than two years well then there you go so but then you gotta have land and build a massive structure i'm sure the hoa would be okay with yeah, that. yeah my hoa doesn't like me as it is never mind if i put a big <laughs> kiln in my front yard <laughs> i'm talking about the backyard yeah I don't, get, back, I don't get enough sun in the backyard ah, so it has to be in the front yard there you go <laughs> Well, cool. Yeah, check out uh, Jay Lee Crafted on Facebook, right? Yeah, Jay Lee Crafted on Facebook or jayleecrafted.com. Oh, okay, cool. Um, if you wanted some of that stuff. So we'll uh, we'll put a link on the website if that's yeah, cool. sounds good. Um, so if you're interested, you can go to the sponsor section and then um, look under there and you can go to there. Perfect. Fantastic. Cool. I've got some uh, bottle openers. Maybe we'll do a giveaway. Oh, nice. Yeah, like That'd a, be cool. It's um, like a rustic style. It's got a, a back with a bottle open on top and a catcher on the bottom. So when you pop it off, the top falls right down in. It's nice. perfect. So. Very cool. Um, cool. Well, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we have Miss Liberty Bell on the show. So she's got a really cool story. So make sure to stick around. You're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy. Hey, guys. It's me, Bigging. Summer is made for grilling and chilling. And you, too, can be the baddest mother smoker on the block using our favorite award-winning smoking sauce. Bad Mother Smokers is perfect match for that favorite meat, veggies, or even that secret ingredient in a pot of chili. Check out badmothersmokers.com to place your order, and if you want to be a barbecue pit master like Mojo, enter the promo code MOJO for 10% off your order. Visit badmothersmokers.com or the sponsor section of our website at southernfriedphilosophy.com. All right, we're back. Thanks for listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Uh, as we mentioned before, we have Miss Liberty Bell on the show with us today, and uh, she is from Greenville, South Carolina. And uh, Miss Liberty Bell, uh, will you tell us a little bit of your story and how you got started and what exactly do you do? 
Sure, absolutely. Well, as I mentioned, I'm Miss Liberty Bell, and um, I am a 1940s, 50s, and 60s nostalgia singer. Basically, what I do is I dress up in the 40s and 50s style, and I sing 40s and 50s and 60s music. Um, And what I do with with that is I'll sing for private parties, I'll sing for charitable events, I'll go to Legion Post and sing um, for veterans, um, anything pretty much that I get requested for. Um, but the kicker is that anytime I, I go anywhere and I sing, I'll actually donate all of my tips and proceeds for merchandise sales to um, some sort of veterans organization. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I've been able to, to visit a lot of folks in the past year and help out a lot of folks. So it, it feels good to be able to give back to those people who sacrifice more than I could ever um, give back to them. Sure, no doubt. Well, how did you get started doing that? Um, well, um, to make a very long story short. That's okay. Um, We're a short podcast, so you can go as long as you want. Okay, I'll, keep it, I'll keep it quick. Um, I've actually been a singer my whole life. Um, I sing a lot growing up in churches, but I've always had a love for, um, older music. Um, a lot of people call me an old soul. Um, I love all of the old music, the old styles. Um, you know, basically wartime era stuff. I've always had a love for it. And, um, um, part of my story is I used to be significantly overweight. Um, and so uh, being, having the love for pinup, I just, I refused to get in front of a camera. Um, with all of that on. So I celebrated um, five years of losing 100 pounds wow. about, yeah, um, two years ago. And so to celebrate that five year marker of keeping it off, um, I did a photo shoot um, with a local photographer, Trashy Betty Photography, um, who specializes in pinup and boudoir and um, family portraits and such. Nice. So yeah, it was nice. It was my first experience actually getting in front of the camera, you know, having the love for a pinup, you know, my whole life and actually doing it, it was like a dream. <laughs> um, so I, I started with a photo shoot and a couple of months later, she actually did another um, photo shoot for me and she had the opportunity to hear me sing um, and actually sang uh, Etta James at last for an mm. event and um, she loved it. And so um, she kind of kept that in the back of her mind Well, she ran across somebody who needed um, a wartime era singer. Um, and I guess that's kind of where Miss Liberty Bell began. So nice. um, I, they put me in touch with the singer and actually sang for um, a, a charity event um, on our flight Freedom Ride, um, raising money to help our um, World War II Vietnam and Korean War veterans go visit their memorial in Washington. That was my first event mm. as Miss Liberty Bell. Wow. And so it's been progressing ever since? Pretty much ever since. Um, a lot of a lot of things I do is I will um, I'll go and I'll sing for these events and such like that, um, and again donate all the proceeds to Veterans Affairs. But um, another kind of side note is um, I'm able to um, help and reach out to women and young girls too. I, I MC and sponsor pinup contests around the area as well, um, and it just gives me an opportunity to help encourage those women to not be afraid of. Mm getting in front of the camera and getting up in front of everybody to embrace their, um, their bodies just the way that they are and know that they're beautiful no matter what. Um, and so it kind of helps me give back in that way too. Oh, nice. Very cool. So, uh, what went into the process of coming up with, you know, the name Miss Liberty Bell? Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's an interesting one. Were there any, um, that didn't make the list? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there were quite a few that didn't make the list. I actually um, 
spent um, several nights um, on the internet looking up nose art, um, World War II nose art, mm. and um, scrolled through several different um, uh, planes and, and things like that from that time period just to try to find a name that, that suited me. Um, there, there really truthfully weren't any that made any sense when I saw this one, the, the young lady that was on the nose art was a blonde and I'm a blonde and I kind of thought that that was kind of neat. And, um, she wasn't too scantily clad, which was even better. I was like, Oh, that'll be a little wholesome. Cause I try to put out a wholesome vibe there with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there were a few others, but I, it just really stuck. I mean, my, my, uh, real name is Leslie. Um, B is what we'll leave my last name as. And, mm-hmm. um, so Miss Liberty Bell, Miss LB, um, kind of, kind of just that. made me kind of bring it all together. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. And didn't yeah. even make the connection. Um, what has been some of the, like the biggest challenge you've had so far, um, being Miss Liberty Bell? Um, the biggest challenge is working a full-time job and trying to do this. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I am an assistant banking manager for a, a bank in the area and, um, that's a, a very, um, a taxing career. Sure. Um, been in that industry for a number of years and trying to book and schedule these events when I'm uh, off work or given me the opportunity to get off work and enough time to make it to the event and dress up and full hair and makeup, you know, for sure. It's not like Superman where you can just go into, you know, a telephone booth and (laughs) and take off the glasses, right? Exactly. (laughs) I can't just hop in that phone booth and go, bring out the the red lipstick. Exactly. (laughs) It takes a little bit more than just a little red lipstick to pull it off. What's the, uh, what's your range as far as travel goes? Um, like, are you staying pretty local or? Um, um, getting... I have been staying local, Greenville, Spartanburg, Anderson, Lawrence, Greenwood. Um, but I'm open to go just about anywhere. I, w- I would travel up into um, probably the Charlotte area and down below. Um, I'd probably head down towards Atlanta if I got the opportunity. So anywhere in the surrounding area that you can touch from Greenville within a short amount of time. Um, but I do have a lot of friends all over the country, so given the opportunity to fly out and visit with them and maybe perform in their hometown would be um, wouldn't be too far out of reach for me either. What would be a good uh, dream job for you um, to be able to go and and perform? Um, actually, I would like to turn Miss Liberty Bell into a nonprofit and run that as my full time job. Nice. Um, I, I, my my heart and my dream is to turn it into Miss Liberty Bell's pinups with purpose, wow. and um and focus a little bit more on reaching out to women, um and encouraging them and being a support system for them, and then turn around and take um the proceeds and the women and and let's go out and visit veterans and um and make a bunch of people happy. Very nice. One thing I did notice, uh, you know, just growing up in, you know, 80s, 90s, 2000s, mm-hmm. it seems like that the the body image is kind of going back to more of a, a curvier woman instead of it being, mm-hmm. you know, models. So I know that seems like a trend that, that we're seeing just in media and, and, mm-hmm. and things like that. That's kind of a, I think, kind of a cool thing. Yeah, it is. It is. It's, it's a big trend right now to um, have body confidence, and, and uh, wish that that would have been kind of the case when I was growing up because it certainly was not. <laughs> sure. But but that's okay. That made me into the woman I am today, and um, you know, so any chance you can get, you know, a woman, it may be the trend, but a lot of women still don't embrace hmm. who they are, and it's it's more so not just embracing who they are as far as their body, but who they are as a woman, knowing that they can 
um, they can do things and they can um, make a difference in other people's lives just by telling their story. Sure, no doubt. I'm part of the uh, fraternity of Fat Five Fat, so I totally understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> body image is, you know, a tough thing, and uh, you struggle. Everybody struggles with it, and you yep. know, you know, obesity is 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 an issue. But at the other end, mm-hmm. you've got to be proud of who you are, and um, and not Absolutely. let that and not let that define who you are. Well, I think a big part of what I do, too, is just show women and and other people in general, if I can drop 100 pounds being a single mom, Mm. um, having no support system whatsoever, then you have the ability to do it, too. You know, you can do this, and I can put you in touch with the right people to do it, but more than that, I'm going to be here to support you and and walk there along with you because I've walked in your shoes, and, you know— you know, it may be body confidence, may be a trend and it may be a good thing to love yourself for who you are, but at the same time, you want to be healthy. You want to be there for your family and friends. So it's more of of taking them on a journey and let's, let's put our one foot in front of the other and move forward with it. Yeah. Very cool. What's been some of your happier moments uh, going through this or some of the things and and people that you've connected with that has just really impacted you the most? Um, a lot of the veterans, um, I, I have the, the gentleman actually who um, kind of set my feet rolling forward with Miss Liberty Bell because he was the one that needed me for the event, um, is a, a veteran himself and um, and just always encouraging me, always believing in me. You know, from the minute we met, you know, he's like, man, I can just tell, you know, what kind of person you are and I'm behind you, I'm in your corner and always set me up with more events or put me in touch with more folks and um his you know him showing up to the events and and you know just being there has been always a touch and you know and him and a couple other veterans when they come out you know you sing a song or two from certain era and it just brings tears to their Mm -hmm. eyes because they're reminiscing and their their days and their time and um you know when the moment they start welling up with tears obviously I'm going to well up with tears it's just very touching and moving to be able to to bring back memories and make people happy and to make people smile. Hmm. Yeah. I love that. Just having somebody in your corner that really will pull for you and support you and encourage you. That's, that's huge. And whether it's, you know, starting a career or just even like a big brothers, big, big sisters thing, it's, it's so important to, um, to do that. So, Oh yeah, absolutely. With the, uh, the donations you said you make, um, is, do you do, kind of like a um do you have like a certain group that you do to or uh, donate to or is it like local um, stuff there's a couple there's a couple of groups it it usually depends on um if i've been hired or, or called to perform at a specific event um there's there was an event that i did recently where the american legion post 214 well they were there also and so that night everything that i made i turned right around and just walked over a table and handed it to them and oh, wow. then uh this past Wednesday, I, I sang for a bike night at Harley of Greenville, and um, the sponsor for that evening was the Combat Vets Associ- Motorcycle Association um, in Greenville. And, you know, that night after all my merchandise sales, I, I didn't take anything for working the function or, or singing. I just, everything that I made for my table, um, I walked over and just gave it to them. Wow. So can we have a Southern Fried Philosophy Night? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'll, I'll come help you out. That'd be awesome. Uh, are there any events that you, you've you turned down or you've said, eh, I don't think I want to do that? Um, no, there hasn't been anything that's arisen that I haven't, I haven't walked away from yet. Um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not constantly booked. I'm not overbooked or anything like that. I'm 
you know, given my work schedule, I'm, I'm just pleasantly booked, you know, oh, that's cool. <laughs> at the moment. So there hasn't been anything that I've walked away from. Nice. I saw um, on your Facebook page, you got a nice little, uh, I guess, award you would call it from Carolina Chrome Magazine, Chrome Babe of the Day. Yeah, it was, <laughs> that made my day. That was this morning, actually. Parks King is the uh, photographer for Carolina Chrome, and um, he came out and saw me sponsor a pinup contest of, about a month or so ago. And I'm just happened to be at um, bike night taking pictures, and, and he's like, I really admire you and love what you do. I want to you know, show some love. And that was a way and it, it, it literally made my day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm a little upset because I was trying for that same award for that day. So I know, mm, man. maybe next time, <laughs> next time show a little bit more ankle. Okay. <laughs> so how was it, uh, going from kind of covering up to just kind of letting it all hang out? I guess you can say if that's, <laughs> if that's possible. Just being yeah, free, it, just well, to... the funny thing is, is I, I do photo shoots too. I'm I actually, um, I'm working on a, um, a poster for Hot Rides and Happy Hour, which is a local uh, auto show down here. And um, they asked me to be their model for that. And nice. um, and it's still quite uncomfortable to, to go from being fully covered and being, you know, because a lot of times when I look in the mirror, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, who is that girl? Because that's not the girl that I see when I think about me. You know, mm-hmm. I still feel like the 250 plus pound Leslie, you know, that was out Mm. there. So it's very, at times it's very uncomfortable and it it takes, you know, it takes a team of folks to say, Hey, that's not you anymore. You know, you, you're different. So you need to, you know, smile and act like that. You're, you're who you are. Mm. So, What's been one of the coolest photo shoots that you've done so far? Um, well, it's probably a toss up between the poster shoot that I just did. And then the one I did a few months back, I just did it just for myself. Oh, nice. um, I was like, you know what? I, I, you know, I've, I've maintained some weight. I've lost a little since the first photo shoot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just nice to, to be able to, to, you know, to, to reinvent yourself. And I went a little more rockabilly with that photo shoot. So, oh, cool. um, so it was a little bit different than the pinup. It was more of a garage style, rockabilly style. So it was really neat. Nice. Um, so you do music generally around 40s, 50s, 60s. Is that right? That's correct. What is probably your favorite type or song that you do? Um, my favorite type. A lot of I, I love to do um, a lot of uh, Etta James, Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughn, um, those types of things because they had such a raw voice, and mm. you know, it's just it's easy to do that kind of thing on your own. Um, I don't have a full band, which I'm looking to put together a band because live and everything is much better. And it would give me a, a better range of songs to do because mm. it's hard to find the music to download and then sing, you know, so it would give me a, a lot more range. But I love to um, I love to sing those ladies. Their voices were just incredible. Oh, that's awesome. I, I can't sing anything. Jeremy, are you able to sing at all? <laughs> no, no, it's bad. So we ask you just to go ahead and belt one out for us. Uh... <laughs> I'm just kidding. You can if you want. If you want to, you can. If not, no pressure. No, no, I, I prefer. I mean, I can, but I prefer to have my little some sort of accompaniment. I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's up to you. No, it's it's fine. No pressure. All right. Well, um, where can people get in touch with you, and how can they connect so that they they can book you if they haven't? Sure. Um, there's several different ways. I have a Facebook fan page, and it's under uh, Miss Liberty Bell. M I S S Liberty L I B E R T Y. Um, B-E-L-L-E so they can look me up and they'll find uh, they'll find my Facebook page 
they can message me there. Um, I'm also on Instagram, um, and that is Miss Liberty Bell altogether 13, Miss Liberty Bell 13. They can find me there, message me there. Um, I'm also on Snapchat, and that's MS Liberty Bell um, 13. And then they can also find me or email me um, at Miss Liberty Bell 13 at gmail.com. Wow, that's a lot of things. A lot of places they can reach me. I'm I'm very available. <laughs> Do you kind of wish we would go back to the 40s and 50s when we didn't have all the social media? You know what? Actually, I would. It would be phenomenal. That just the the scene and the manners and the just everything is just so different. You know, back in that time. You know, it's it's back when. And excuse me for saying this, I hope mm. I don't cause a lot of controversy, no. but men and women knew their place and they, they, Ooh, they treated each other with respect and understanding. And it, it was just a much simpler time. You know, kids played outside instead of had their face glued in their mm. iPads and electronics and stuff. So. Wow. Can I give you a clap for that? I <laughs> completely agree with that. I'm, I've been on this insane binge watch of Andy Griffith. and oh, yeah. And so I've been trying to like, act like i'm still in the in that time period in the <laughs> in 60s yeah i'm like i think i <laughs> yeah, am andy griffith great sometimes. Time, yeah yeah that's awesome so uh, one thing i will say so you you said that you're a um, single mom yes and do you let your kids kind of face plan into the electronics um occasionally uh, um <laughs> okay my my boy I, my son um he he likes the electronics that, that we're working on that um um, I have an amazing boyfriend who um, supports me like I've never mm. experienced before. And, and his his um, three kids are just absolutely fantastic kids, very well behaved. And they're um, they're they've taken my son under their wing and they all kind of experiment and play and, you know, try to get him out and doing different things. So it's, awesome. it's, it's, a, it's a great setup. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. I grew up in Florida and my dad would let me just go wander around in the woods in the backyard where there's like snakes and alligators and things like that. And <laughs> when you could, when you could get kidnapped by an alligator. Oh yeah. And and you would think like I would have died just because of Darwin and you know, his statistics, <laughs> but like, you know, we miss those days where you uh, yeah. can go out and play and you can have a yeah. good time and you don't have to be glued to the TV and electronics and things. It's well, yeah, parents are, they're overprotective of their children experience anything and getting hurt. It's, you know, they got to, they got to understand, they got to experience it or otherwise they're going to grow up and they're going to, they're not going to know how to face life when life smacks them right in the face. You're right. Listen, this is a PSA. Uh, if you have kids, let them eat paint chips. They'll be okay. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Well, we, uh, we appreciate you being on the show. We have a, a bit that we call 10 and one. We're going to ask you 10 questions and see if you can get it an, under a minute. Would you mind playing? Um, sure. Go right ahead. All right, here we go. go. All right. So the Liberty Bell or the Statue of Liberty? Uh, Liberty Bell. Okay. Frisbee or the Slinky? Slinky. Citizen Kane or Casablanca? Ooh. Oh, I'm going to go Citizen Kane. If you, uh, could name your own airplane, uh, what would it be? Oh, clearly Miss Liberty Bell. (laughs) Clearly. What, uh, what's your favorite cartoon? Favorite cartoon? Mm-hmm. This is gonna this is gonna date me and make me seem really immature, but I love Animaniacs. Everything oh, that came on Animaniacs. Yes. 
<laughs> I love that show. I still have that song memorized. I know. Uh, it, earlier in the show, we did uh, the top five mem- most memorable theme songs. That one did not make the list, but it should have because yeah, I love it. Oh, sorry, that doesn't count within your minute. Uh, <laughs> what uh, is the last show that you binge watched? Um, binge watched. Uh, <laughs> we've been binge watching The Ranch. Hmm. I've not heard of that one. Oh, that's a good it, one. You should watch it. It's fantastic. Nice. What's your favorite sport? Football. College football. Oh, very cool. What's favorite team? We'll call a timeout. Alabama Roll Tide. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> is a Florida Gator fan, and I am a Kentucky fan. So at least oh, nice. we'll keep it in the SEC. How about that? That's right. That works. If you could change one thing from 2017 and replace it from something in the 1940s, what would it be? Ooh, probably... We're going to go, I don't know. I, I would I would go with uh, social, like the social scene, mm. like the speakeasies from back then and I would oh, replace it. Cool. You know, the, the, you know, where they played jazz all night long and they just jammed and went off for hours nice. with the clubs and bars of nowadays. Just switch it up. <laughs> nice. What's the last app that you downloaded? Uh, Zillow. Nice. Uh, and the last question is, what is your spirit food? My spirit food? Mm-hmm. Tacos. Tacos. Wow. <laughs> nice. Well done. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. I, I'm just honored that you guys would even think to ask me. I really appreciate it so much. Oh, my gosh. Um, I know you're, uh, you've, you connected through with uh, Mojo. He is the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, so I do yes. apologize for that. <laughs> uh, you will have Miss Runner Up. We'll just say that. Um, but he is out of town. We talked about that earlier on the show. He'll be back. But thanks for, for being on the show. And I'm, I really just – I don't know you uh, until now, and I'm really, really proud of your story. I'm really proud of you just oh, for all that you've you. done. Um, yeah. So. Great story. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you guys so very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, that ends up the show. We appreciate you listening. Um, check us out at the following locations. Yeah, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at SFP Radio. And you can check us out on our website, southernfriedphilosophy.com. Very cool. We'll uh, get that website up and running so it looks a little bit better and cleaner. Yeah. Uh, and then that not too distant future. But check us out there as well. So uh, thanks for again for listening. And as always... Keep looking up.